Here's why the surging dollar is hurting stocks and much else. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. The dollar is leaping up against other currencies to levels not seen in decades. This is hurting other countries. Commodities like wheat, corn, soybeans, oil, and copper are priced in dollars, and thus nations are being slammed with ever more expensive food and fuel. At home, we're not immune from this upswing. The dollar's strength reflects the Federal Reserve's fight against inflation. Our central bank is boosting interest rates to levels above those of other countries. Moreover, the Fed is actually starting to reduce the basic money supply, that is, withdrawing money from the economy. It is paying a very nice 2.4% rate of interest to banks for their reserves, thereby inhibiting banks a bit from lending to businesses and consumers. The Fed is about to unnecessarily hit large regional banks with rules to raise more cash as reserves against potential loan losses. This would be above already aggregate levels of capital, but lending will suffer. Now, when it comes to inflation, too many economists, central bankers, and commentators still don't make the firm distinction between the monetary kind of inflation, that is, lowering the value of a currency, usually by creating too much of it, and non-monetary causes of higher prices, the result from natural disasters, government barriers to production, war, think Ukraine and the price of food, and of course, the pandemic lockdowns. Both types can happen simultaneously, which is what we're experiencing now. It's impossible to precisely parse how much of the rise in prices is from one type or the other type of inflation, but it's crucial when coming to fighting inflation to understand the difference between the two. The Fed fired up the traditional kind of inflation even before the COVID-19 crisis, it can deal with that mess with traditional monetary tools. But it can't cure price rises resulting from disruptions in production. It can't stop, for instance, the Biden administration's disastrous ideological war against hydrocarbons, the latest being its effective nullification of five major lease sales going back to the Trump presidency. The non-monetary variety can be dealt with by letting the pandemic disruptions work themselves out. Even more, it can be ameliorated by doing what Reagan did, vastly increasing productive economic activity through tax cuts and deregulation. The Biden crew obviously is oblivious to this. Here's where we get to real confusion about interest rates. Critics say they're not high enough because they're still less than various measures of prices like the much publicized CPI, the Consumer Price Index. They don't grasp that part of the inflation problem has nothing to do with the Fed. Now we have the drag of the president's anti-production policies and simultaneously we have the Fed believing we can conquer inflation by depressing the economy, that is making people poorer. The right prescription is and always has been stabilizing the value of the dollar, not weakening it, not making it too strong. Tragically, both the Fed and the White House have it wrong. I'm Steve Forbes, thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again.